here I was with the sand at a search party. Please stop yelling, please. I beg you, please. So, I take it you had a good time at the pub. Why is it so bright in here? That would be sunlight. It's a naturally occurring phenomenon. Yeah, well, I hate it. I need coffee. How about I get that for you, yeah? You look dead in your feet. Uh. <laughs> I didn't take you for such a lightweight, Minx. Funny thing. It turns out I'm not 22 anymore and I shouldn't drink as though I am. Thank you. Thank me by joining the land of the living. We've got a case. A case? And it's a pretty big client. Big? Like, a celebrity? Like, four celebrities. Uh, who? Drumroll, please. Uh, not with this headache. Fine. Fine. It's the Convo Bros. Did you not hear me say, the Convo Bros? No, I heard it. I just have no idea who that is. Are you joking? Do you never listen to podcasts? Not really. Minx! Hughes. We have got to get you into this century. In the meantime, catch me up. Who are the Convo Bros? They're hilarious! It's these four best friends who will talk about anything and everything. Oh, you're done. That's it? They just talk? Well, yeah, it's a podcast. Huh. Here, sure I was listening to the newest episode before you came in. I'll play some for you. Welcome back to the Convo Bros Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Arnold. I'm Patrick. And I'm Danny. And this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything. Arnold. You got the hat ready? Right here. If you're joining us for the first time, this is where we pull today's topic out of a hat. We've taken suggestions from you, the fans, all week long. And wow, you all had some opinions this week about what we should talk about. I saw one suggestion that I'm actually really hoping you pull out of the hat. Oh yeah? Which one? I don't want to say it, then I'll jinx it. Aw, come on. Okay, okay. It was the one about if we were stuck on a deserted island... Which one of the four of us would last the longest, and would we turn to cannibalism if we had to? Because I have an answer I've thought about way too much, uh, and I've never had to like had a chance to share it. Oh, screw the hat! Let's just do that instead. But first, let's give a big thanks to our sponsor, Food Box. I love Food Box. Every week, you receive a box of food. Any food. You never know what you'll get. You all know my background is in improv comedy, so I love having to improvise my meals every week with Food Box. The last box I got had mint jelly, pinto beans, six pounds of banana peppers, two durians, (laughs) and that was just the start! With no recipes included, Food Box challenges you to make the most of the strangest ingredients. Use promo code CONVOBROS for 20% off your first month with Food Box. And don't forget to tweet us your best creations. And definitely don't forget to tweet us your worst. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay. So it's just ads and chatting? Well, you have to listen to more than just the intro to really get it. I'm sure. Maybe we can listen to more on the way to... Where are we investigating? It's their studio. They moved into a new one and have been having troubles ever since. Well, lead the way. Steady on your feet? As much as I ever am. This looks like the place. 
Oh, I should have worn my other blazer. Wait, are you... nervous? Well, okay, yeah, a bit. They're just people. Allegedly famous people, sure, but... Oh, just knock already before it gets worse. It's, it's, it's hey, the... look who it is! Hey, look at you! Wow! Noise! Come on in, watch your step. Come check out the studio. Sorry for the mess, we're doing a taste test. Chips and dip. A taste test? On a podcast? How does that work? Well, we eat the food, and then we talk about it. It's funny because Patrick is the pickiest when it comes to chips. He insists on a very hard crunch. I know what I like! So, the audience is listening to you crunch on chips and talk about them? And dips. And that's popular? We're the number 12 podcast in the country. Well, to each their own. Right, so this is the studio. Nice place. Hughes, what do you think? Hughes? You okay? Yep, 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 I'm fine, I'm fine, yes. Good studio, nice, uh, microphones and such. Breathe. Breathing. Hi, Hughes, big fan! Aw, thanks, it's great to meet you, both of you. So, folks, what seems to be the problem? Well, it started about a month ago, when we first got the new studio. It was a great deal, even came with a bunch of equipment. Which probably should have been a clue. At first, we figured it was just new space stuff. You know how it goes when you move somewhere? There's all these noises that you aren't used to and things that seem weird. Oh, sure. I'm still getting used to my new office. Right. So, odd noises? Danny noticed the stuff moving first. They got here early to set up, and everything was out of place. Uh, um, like, knocked over in a disarray or that kind of thing. Well, no, actually. It was all set up, neat and tidy, just in a different way. How do you mean? Well, when we record, it's usually four chairs in a circle, mics in front of them. But that day, well... There were only two mics, really far apart from each other, and set up so that whoever was using them would have to stand. We have to reset our stuff every time we come in to record now. That's definitely strange. Not to mention all the lost audio. Sorry, what? You've lost recordings? A couple of times. We have backups, thankfully. But still. The audio would be there when we left and gone when we got back. But that's not even the weirdest thing. Yeah, well, the reason we called you is, well, audio we didn't record keeps showing up on our computer. Wait, what? Here, I'll show you. Okay, so this is what we recorded last week. And we're back! Before the break, we left off with Danny seeing how many marshmallows they can fit in their mouth. Danny, how's that going? Twelve. Oh, I can definitely beat twelve. Business as usual. But then if you go just a little bit further in the episode, this happened. (laughs) Dude, please do not choke. The fans would be very disappointed. Marshmallow Champion! (laughs) Come on, don't be a coward, Marshmallow Boy. I know you can do better than that. (laughs) 
<laughs> he died as he lived, swallowing air-puffed sugar. I don't think I'm ever going to eat a marshmallow ever again. The winds, they grow louder, stronger, bending the trees to the earth as though bending the will of man. The candle flickers through the mist. Linden approaches, her gown billowing behind her. The light in her eyes fades before my own. The world weeps. I feel it just below my skin. Time breathes more slowly. Now thin and ragged. The more I search, the more I lose the path. How shall we escape? Through the old way. It calls to me, winding through my veins. We will leave at dawn. Leave behind this land of moss and fog. To find the way is to turn within. To turn within is to find the way. Uh, what was that? Your guess is as good as ours. That was very, um, poetic. Is this the only time you've found odd recordings like that? Well, there was one other, actually. Here, I'll play it for you can't seem to get this bit just right. How hard is it to make a sound effect that conveys the way it feels when someone experiences heartbreak brought on by miscommunication with the elements through ancient magic? Honestly, you'd think I was asking for a miracle. Well, at least the actors know what they're doing. Who was that? When did you find that recording? Right before you called, actually. <gasps> I don't suppose your microphones are set up for recording right now, are they? Not right this second, but it would only take a minute to get them ready. Why? Set them up, but not for your show. Set them up the way you find them arranged when you weren't here. Uh, sure. Help me out. What's this about? I think... Maybe... We could communicate with this ghost through the microphones! Oh, that's good. Hughes? Want to be on mic? I can take notes this time. Yeah? Go for it, kiddo. How often will you get to be on mic at the Convo Bros studio, after all? Well, sure. Why not? All set. Stand about eight inches back and try not to pop your peas or breathe right into the mic. Here's some water. I'll check levels. You've got this. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> uh, testing. Testing one to oh we don't have to do that right so hello whoever has been arranging the studio and leaving recordings over the hard work these fine folks have been doing my name is Hughes and I am a detective specifically a ghost detective I hoped you might like to speak with me? Whoa. We're getting something from the other mic. Here, I'll play it back. Hard work. Fine folks. These people eat snacks and talk about social media celebrity gossip all day. Hey, we do, but we work hard at it. Whoa, they're still going. Can you make it so we can listen to the replies in real time? Sure thing. It's a disgrace. A disgrace to the art. To all art everywhere. 
Here I am, day and night, working endlessly on my art. And these four empty-headed buffoons oh. come barging in, destroying my studio, leaving crumbs everywhere, disrespecting the equipment. Hey, unfair. <laughs> now hang on just a moment. There's no need to insult anyone. Well, why shouldn't I, when they insult me with their very business? Alright, that's enough. If we can't be civil, we won't get anywhere at all. What's your name? My name is Walter Arch Gibson. Right. May I call you Walter? You may. Walter, I'm very sorry to tell you this, but you're... Dead. Yes, I'm fully aware of this. Oh, well... Good that you're all caught up, then. I died while editing my audio drama, How Soft the Evergreens. I hadn't left my studio for a couple of weeks, and, well, I suppose that's what did it. No matter. What's done is done. At least now I don't have to worry about silly things like eating and sleeping if I don't want to. They always took up so much time. Time when I could be working. That's... The healthiest attitude. Sometimes one must suffer for one's art. Hi, sorry, let me just chime in for a second here. Walter, hi, I'm Hughes's partner Minx, also a ghost detective. I can tell you firsthand that no, you really should not be suffering for your art, or your work, or your, well, ghost detecting. I learned that the hard way, and, well... I guess you learned it the harder way, huh? And you're still pushing yourself? Well, how else am I supposed to complete it? This was my best work. My most evocative. My most provocative. I was going to push the limits of what an audio drama can be. I was going to truly transport my audience in a way they'd never been transported before. I have to finish what I began, or it's all for nothing. How soft the evergreens. I take it that's what those recordings were, yeah? With the whispery voices and pretty music. It's my masterpiece. But with all this disruption in my studio, I can't do anything. How can I be creator, producer, researcher, writer, director, actor, sound designer, editor, composer, PR, and HR if I can't have my own studio to myself? Wait, you were doing all of that yourself? Of course I was. Why? Because. Because who else could I trust with my work? Off the top of my head, a friend or two? Or you could have hired a team. I didn't have much in the way of friends. My work-life balance was, well, unbalanced. As for hiring a team, there's not exactly a lot of money in this if you aren't willing to be sponsored by Food Box or that stupid phone game where people have to sort coins before the timer runs out. Oh, Quartermaster. I beat Doug's high score this morning. Oh man. And in any case... Well, how could I possibly trust anyone else with this? It's a very personal piece of media. What is it actually about? It's about one of my ancestors, actually. 
She was this incredibly strong woman, a widow who worked as a healer who helped shelter someone running away from an arranged marriage, and then they apparently fell in love and escaped together. It's an amazing story, and I've, I've always wanted to tell it. Wait, that's what it's about? Of course it is. What did you think? Uh, well, no offense, Walter, but we've heard a few of the recordings and we had no idea what it's about. It's, um, uh... Kind of intense? Abstract. Sort of like watching a foreign movie with no subtitles. Or a Shakespeare play where you're missing half the scenes. Don't get us wrong, it's... nice. The actors are amazing. It sounds great, it's just... Makes me think I should be having a lot of feelings, but not telling me which one. You ever, like, watch a movie and like play a record at the same time and they don't actually match up at all like it was, it was kind of like that well you're hardly my target audience anyway you're just a bunch of immature friends who talk about nothing and make jokes all day what do you even know about real art i've been an actor for almost 20 years i have a novel published and i'm working on another i did my thesis on chaucer i taught high school english for eight years before i did this i know we're well, goofballs, but we're not completely hopeless. We're just making people laugh, and we like to have fun. And we do care about stuff. But people need a chance to just take a break, you know? The world can be... a lot. So we like to give them that escape. Well, I suppose that's fair. And, if I'm being honest... The episode about which cartoon characters would win in a fight did make some interesting points, especially when you got off topic and started talking about why those characters were so important to you. Oh, I loved that one. It was so nice to hear you talking about your childhood, seeing yourselves and the characters, how they were so special to you. You should do more stuff like that. It did have a certain heart to it, I'll admit. We've been talking about getting a little bit more... Uh, maybe not serious, not exactly, but I don't know, just a bit less silly sometimes. Kind of easier said than done, to be honest. At this point, we kind of have a system. And that system is making people laugh. It's what the audience asks for. I know the feeling. I've tried to lighten up my writing here and there, but people expect a certain thing from me, and I can't disappoint them. Walter? I think I might be having an idea. What if the Convo Bros helped you finish your audio drama? What? Hear me out. You're both sharing this studio, and obviously you're not going anywhere until this thing is done. But there's no way you can do it all on your own, not like this. The Convo Bros create their own podcast every single week, and it's a huge success, so they know their way around things like editing and marketing, right? Well, yeah, sure. We could definitely help you out. I know it's a lot, the idea of handing over some control like that, but it would let you step back a bit and, and focus on the creative part, the story. Clearly that's what you love most. Well, yes, that that's true. It is what matters most to me. Maybe I could help with some script edits? Just to be a fresh pair of eyes? Make it a little more conversational? Accessible. Not less poetic, just more, um... Comprehensible. I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, 
I... I would be willing to listen to suggestions. Once that's done, I can get in touch with your actors, maybe. Tell them we found edited scripts and wanted to finish the show for you. I have a heck of a fully set up in the other room. And hey, Walter, you're clearly a thoughtful person. Maybe you can help us figure out how to work some other topics into our show, work on the tone a bit. That... that might be nice. Yes, I, I'd be happy to. Oh, well... Isn't this lovely? Do y'all think you could make this work? I'm on board. Me too. I like this plan. I think this will be great. I... yes. I, I can... I can make this work. Aw, this is nice. Something something teamwork, something something dream work, right? It seems as though you folks have all this under control now. Drop us a line if you need some more help, yeah? Oh, and before we go, can I get a picture with you? Dude, I live for a selfie. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, yeah. Everyone say, ghosty. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Convo Bros podcast. My name's Arnold. I'm Patrick. I'm Danny. And I'm Doug. Folks, this week we have a very interesting episode for you. Trying something a little bit new, testing the waters, and we can't wait to hear what you think about it. That's right. We're going to talk about a few things that are really important to us today. And save pulling a topic from a hat for the last ten minutes instead. But before we dive into the chat, we wanted to share something really special with all of you. We've teased you a bit lately about a big project. Well, no more waiting. Today, we're going to be revealing just what that project is and sharing it with you. Fans of audio drama have no doubt heard the name Walter Arch Gibson. They were the brain behind shows like On the Peak, Midnight at Dawn, and The Dream of the Land. Great work, really beautiful, and we know their passing was a huge loss to the community. So imagine our surprise when we learned this new studio of ours used to be theirs. And when we found scripts and recordings for a brand new show. We collaborated with some people who knew Walter and had the honor of putting on the finishing touches to their last and best audio drama. It was a really amazing experience and we're so proud to be a small part of the process. So now, without any further ado, we'd like to share the teaser for Walter Arch Gibson's last audio drama. How Soft the Evergreens. Are you the healer? I am. Please, come in. I didn't know where else to go. Who to turn to. I have no friends here. Whatever is the matter. Before I tell you, you must swear you'll help me. On my honor. I'm being forced to marry. I... I see. And you do not love him. I do not. Please. I beg you to help me. Help me hide. I have nowhere else to turn. I will help you. How Soft the Evergreens. A story about love, trust, and defying the expectations of society was created by me, Walter Arch Gibson, and will premiere this winter. Listen anywhere you find your podcasts, and remember, there are stories everywhere you turn.
find yours, and tell it. Wow, it sounds great! It really does. And do you know the best part? I don't, so I hope you'll tell me. It seems that Walter moved on. Wait, they did? But the show isn't even out yet. Danny told me they haven't had any activity since they put the finishing touches on the last episode. I guess in the end, it didn't matter so much whether the story will be popular, it mattered most that it was told. You sound a bit like Walter. I suppose we share the creative spirit. Oh, nice one. Thanks very much. I try. So, any plans for tonight? Eh, more of the same. Don't stay up all night sorting your files again. You're not the boss of me. Go on, get out of here. Go B20, have some fun. Right, fine. Good night, then. See you tomorrow. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, I want to start us off by talking about something near and dear to my heart, and that's how to balance work, creativity, and making time for friends and family. Ah, very important. Something we all know a little too well, I think. Now, how do we also balance work, creativity, and making time for cheeseburgers? Because that's my top priority, if I'm being honest here. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Hughes and Mink's Ghost Detectives starred the magnificent Sophie Hughes as Hughes and me, Caroline Minx, as Minx. This episode was written and edited by Caroline. Joining us for this ride were the voices of the divine Danielle Ellett as Lyndon, the phenomenal Sean Lenhart as Arnold, the delightful Dominic Mendez as Danny, the incomparable Evan Tess-Murray as Patrick, the extraordinary A.R. Olivieri as Walter, the marvelous Kalila Roney as Willow, and the breathtaking David Young as Doug. Find us on Twitter at Hughes and Minx, and give us a shout if you've got any haunting happenings going on.